It's a community partnership at the intersection of clinical and translational research. Both the community and the clinical translational research investigators have access to each other to advance the field of medicine in a more targeted and informed manner, leading to greater success in advancing community health. The faith-based community. We saw where the medical college can partner with the faith community to improve the quality of health especially with black and brown communities. And healthcare. The community is benefiting from the standpoint of the screenings, from the standpoint of education. They also benefit in a less tangible way, which is the research. We're exploring the CTSI Community Care Initiative inside this edition of CTSI Discovery Radio. Welcome to CTSI Discovery Radio. I'm your host, Brian Belmer. CTSI Discovery Radio is brought to you by the Clinical and Translational Science Institute of Southeast Wisconsin. The CTSI is a consortium of researchers, doctors, scientists, and others representing eight institutions, including the Medical College of Wisconsin, Milwaukee School of Engineering, Marquette University, the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, Children's Wisconsin, Freighter's Hospital, Versity, Blood Center of Wisconsin, and the Zablocki VA Medical Center. The CTSI works collaboratively across all of our member institutions. Our mission is advancing health through research and discovery. In November of 2021, the CTSI Community Care Initiative was announced to increase community health and wellness in Milwaukee. Partnering with the faith community, the CTSI launched this multifaceted clinical and translational research and education platform, creating opportunities for community members to become active participants in research as well as related events and activities. Fast forward one year later, And let's now learn about this initiative today, as we spoke recently to Dr. Doriel Ward, Chief Administrative Officer and Assistant Dean of Clinical and Translational Research and Executive Director of the CTSI at the Medical College of Wisconsin. Dr. Ward was generous with her time in sharing the many facets of the CTSI Community Care Initiative, first describing it as a novel, innovative, and collaborative four-divisional community-based clinical and transitional research and education infrastructure that really sets a long-term platform for clinical and transitional-related activities across the transitional spectrum. In CDSI, we use the philosophy of in the community, for the community, and by the community. This initiative consistently follows the CTSI's model of a trilateral, mutually learning ecosystem. Which means this is where the healthcare system, the community, and the research enterprise come together from the onset. And we're working together as equal partners, all three entities being both a learner and a teacher. Dr. Ward says that the CTSI Community Care Initiative was launched after several years of building deep trust and meaningful relationship with our faith based partner, Wisconsin Northwest Jurisdiction Church of God in Christ, Word of Hope Ministries. A 40 Cathedral Church of God in Christ located in the Sherman Park area in Milwaukee, a really underserved community. The partnership was solidified last year when CTSI leadership and Word of Hope Ministries leader Bishop C.H. McClelland signed a Memorandum of Understanding, 
committing them to mutually identifying unmet community health needs and working collaboratively to address them. A salient part of this is to enhance community trust, expand community reach, engagement, and mutual learning. This is our CPSI philosophy of achieving together what we cannot achieve alone. Together, they've drawn a roadmap toward creating a community, clinical and translational research, and education pathway. So this roadmap started with community outreach leading to community engagement, then leading to mutual learning and mutual ownership, owning their rights and responsibilities. Because, as Dr. Ward tells us, we all have rights and responsibilities when it comes to our health and research to ensure it. We take it as a given that they have rights and responsibilities in advancing health through research and discoveries. As they're the main funders of biomedical research through taxpayer dollars, they must recognize themselves as an important key stakeholder in the effort of advancing health through research and discovery. So both the community and the clinical transit research investigators have access to each other, which has the potential to advance the field of medicine in a more targeted and informed manner, leading to greater success in advancing community there's another important element of the Memorandum of Understanding signed informing the partnership. Bishop refers to our MOU as a covenant, which of course is a biblical term defined in this context as a relationship between two partners who make binding promises to each other and work together to reach a common goal. But they're different from a contract because they're relational and personal. CTSI agrees. We are committed to advancing the health of our communities. Today, one year after signing their covenant, the CTSI Community Care Initiative is creating a pathway for clinical and translational research in southeast Wisconsin. This means that the Community Care Initiative creates a clinical and translational research and education infrastructure in the community where clinical and translational investigators and their teams can work side by side with community leaders, community members, the gatekeepers and stakeholders. And this could take place from the onset or the conceptualization of the research project. It's also vital that this pathway is located in the community and thus allows the community to take an active role in the research besides just being a research participant. Community members can take part in CTSI community care initiative events and activities and share their health concerns with us without having to travel to health facilities that are located outside of where they reside. So, as part of the covenant between CTSI and Word of Hope Ministries, Bishop C.H. McClellan donated the use of the first floor of the church. Bishop also donated the use of space in the house next door to the church, where our activities are carried out. The CTSI Community Care Initiative has four distinct divisions, beginning with the Division of Community Care Physicians and Healthcare Professionals, comprised of active and retired physicians, nurses, community liaisons, and health educators, and also students, whether they be medical or other professions, have the opportunity to participate. The second division is the Division of Community Care Faith-Based Web Health and Wellness Unit, which houses our CTSI Community Care Risk Assessment and Prevention Program, where research and non-research health screening take place in the unit located within the church facility. We'll learn more about the Risk Assessment and Prevention Program later. The third division, the Division of Community Care Education and Clinical Transition Research Support. This division houses key structures to facilitate clinical and transitional research and educational activities to support CTSI partner and collaborator clinical and transitional research activities overall, and also support the clinical and transitional activities in our CTSI functions 
and the fourth division is... The Division of Community Care for Children and Families. This division houses our CTSI Child Advancement Network, which is a broad-based, comprehensive, and innovative approach to advance the health and well-being of children ages 0 to 5, their parents, families, caregivers, via partnerships and advocacy. The initiative also responds to national goals set forth by the NIH and its National Center for Advancing Translational Sciences. To engage patients and community in every phase of the transnational process and promote the integration of special and underserved populations in transnational research across the human lifespan. We promote these through partnerships and collaborations to facilitate and accelerate transnational research projects locally, regionally, and nationally. The Community Care Initiative is grounded in these goals and mandates from the National CTSA Consortium. Through its many divisions, the CTSI Communicare Initiative has many programs to promote community health. One we'll focus on for this show is the Communicare Risk and Prevention Assessment Program, where community members have access to free health screening. They can also consent to participate in clinical and transit research projects through our community engagement, special populations, recruitment and retention studio. And importantly, they can also contribute to the clinical and transit research from the onset, begin at the design through implementation and authorization, and at the end, participate in the resulting offering and dissemination of research findings. What makes Word of Hope Ministries specifically, and the faith community in general, a good collaborating partner for this initiative? I'm so glad you asked that question, Brian. We strongly believe that trust and meaningful relationships are essential to engage with our communities. And we believe that engaging the faith community is the natural and most effective strategy towards the goal of improving community health outcomes. The church has a steadfast and long-standing relationship with its communities, and most importantly, represents trust for community members. Dr. Ward adds, it's the CTSI's position that... The church is not only the place of worship for community members, but also it fills the void that only the church can. The church is the place of refuge and is the central place members can go to have spiritual, emotional, and physical needs met in a faithful, trusting, and caring manner. The CTSI further believes churches must take the leading role in public service as historically the church is the anchor institution in a community which makes a difference in people's lives every day. And today, more than any time in recent history, participation of the church is essential to improving health outcomes and addressing the health disparities, especially in underrepresented minority and underserved communities. And Dr. Ward identified the perfect partner for the initiative. Wisconsin Northwest Jurisdiction Church of God in Christ and its Word of Hope Ministries has deep roots and a demonstrated history of outstanding service to its communities of service that really have positively impacted its congregational members and surrounding communities. In fact, she's so convinced that we have already executed another memorandum of understanding with a long-standing partner, the General Baptist State Convention of Wisconsin. So with current and future partners, Dr. Ward says her hope is ultimately to improve the health and well-being of our citizens, one city at a time. We want to see our communities engaged, empowered, and enabled to their rightful position as co-equals and co-owners of clinical and transnational research in health care. Here is a real and innovative platform to make real advancements. We believe that there is great promise here. Next, we learn about a key program of the CTSI Communicare Initiative. 
It's called the Communicare Risk Assessment and Prevention Program, and it's now underway in collaboration with one faith-based partner in the heart of Milwaukee's Sherman Park community. Bishop C.H. McClelland is the spiritual leader of the Holy Cathedral of the Church of God in Christ in Milwaukee and president and founder of its outreach efforts known as Word of Hope Ministries. Word of Hope Ministries is the outreach arm into the community to provide needed services for strengthening families and providing resources to help them to do well. Services such as job placement and training, health care, alcohol, tobacco, mother, drug abuse support services, basic to more advanced computer technology skills. We have a partnership with Milwaukee Area Technical College to do GED, HSED program. So all of these services are geared toward the improvement of the quality of life in our community. The bishop says Word of Hope Ministries arose out of sheer necessity. Back in 1996, my wife and I saw a need that had to be addressed by our local church. We believe that God gave us the name Word of Hope Ministries, and we began to share that vision with the leadership of boards of the local church and the membership. We ended up with 35 volunteers and a zero budget. But from those humble beginnings, Word of Hope Ministries has bloomed and blossomed to bless many. We began to attract funders and employ people. We have seen a church that has gone from the seats to the streets, taking our message beyond the four walls, and that's what the church ought to be about. Indeed, it's a place of worship, but it's also a place where people should experience the love of God by the services that we offer them. In addition to his leadership of his Holy Cathedral Church in Milwaukee and Word of Hope Ministries, he's also been appointed bishop of the Wisconsin Northwest Jurisdiction for the Church of God in Christ. The Wisconsin Northwest Jurisdiction is 44 churches, primarily in southeast Wisconsin, and I was appointed as what's called jurisdictional bishop in 2008 to serve these churches. Bishop McClellan says the jurisdiction of churches comes together for worship and fellowship, but also to determine how do we improve the quality of what we do as a church to the community? Are people being helped? Are needs being met? Yeah, we're living in some serious times, but we do not run from the challenge. We run toward it. We do not ignore the need we need to meet. And as bishop of the jurisdiction, his goal is to both cast and model the vision for fulfilling the mission. We believe that Christ made that mission very clear, and thankfully we've seen a number of the churches in this jurisdiction take on some of the same services that we offer. In aligning with the jurisdiction's mission to serve the community, Word of Hope Ministries teamed with the CTSI last year in launching the Communicare Initiative. It was a wonderful opportunity for the faith community to connect with academia, in this case the medical college, to speak to the health disparities, especially with black and brown communities. So out of this partnership, we saw where the medical college can partner with the faith community to improve the quality of health in these communities. And today, this collaboration is bearing fruit. That relationship has given birth to the opening of a health care unit here on the grounds of Holy Cathedral on 40th Center as we meet individual and family health care needs. Why does Bishop McClellan believe the CTSI is an ideal collaborative partner for Word of Hope Ministries? The plethora of resources they offer first and foremost 
we found out through Dr. Ward that the medical college can reach beyond its walls to work with the faith community to improve quality of life for individuals and families and together decrease some of the health disparities that people are dealing with in this day. Conversely, Word of Hope Ministries is an excellent collaborative partner for CTSI for some key reasons. Our faith connection for one, and we serve the people. You see, the church has gained a trust in our community, and that trust needs to be translated into us bringing in other entities that has services meeting human needs. So we see this partnership as a strong relationship that ultimately benefits the community, benefits the people. And he says it's a blessing to have an academic medical college that's truly in the community. Thankfully for Word of Hope, the medical college is not away from the inner city. They are in the central city, boots on the ground, working with the faith community to make sure that we deal with health crisis. Next, Bishop McClellan shares what he believes is the faith community's role in addressing the health and wellness of communities. First, from Scripture. When we believe that the Scriptures speak to the total well-being of individuals, that's what we not just teach, preach, but we practice. And he shares how we practice well-being through faith. We practice it by precept and example. In other words, we are to help people connect to resources. We are to care for them in terms of their needs. And sometimes those needs are physical, sometimes they are mental, along with the spiritual. Our faith persuasion brings us to the conviction that it's not just enough to tell a person to be warm, let's supply them with whatever that need is. Which means... If they're hungry, we feed them. If they're in need of a health examination, let's connect them to that. And when people see that you care about their total need, they tend to do better. Author John Maxwell said, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And if there ought to be a caring institution, it ought to be the church and the medical profession. Does Bishop McClellan see people's faith, even his own faith, already being blessed by this partnership? Absolutely. It has started locally, where it should, gaining traction, building relationship. Then that lays a foundation upon which to build. He sees the initiative growing beyond local. He's thinking national, even international. And he's in a position to try and make that happen. I'm serving on the general board of the Church of God in Christ. These are 12 elected bishops overseeing the church at the national and international level. This initiative will be invited to our national annual leadership conference in January to present what this partnership between the faith community and CTSI is really all about. CTSI's Dr. Doriel Ward shares excitement for the future of this partnership. We're truly grateful for Bishop McClellan's generosity, our shared vision and foresight, as we envision that this pilot initiative in its success may become not only a local model for Milwaukee and surrounding areas, but it may also become a national model that can be adopted across the CTSI consortium. We are substantially past the first step as we have done a significant amount of groundwork in building the trust in the relationship. And our community care initiative and its programs are well on their way and have made remarkable progress, and we are committed to seeing this through. What happens from there today, only God knows. But Bishop McClellan believes... If we do this right, the expansion of this partnership can benefit literally millions of people. We just need to have the resolve and the commitment and make it happen. But again, first, it starts at home here in our community. We 
have faith leaders who can testify that these services with this particular institution has indeed made a difference in quality of care, especially in black and brown communities. So when you have a medical institution that says we see the faith community as a partner that we need to connect with, to me that's a win-win. And he believes it's all guided by a higher power. What I'm seeing now, I believe, is God-ordained. I know that the need is there, and I can tell you that Word of Hope is trying to help people do better, doing what the message of Jesus Christ is about. Now let's meet one of the volunteers serving the community as part of the CTSI Community Care Initiative's Division of Communicare Physicians and Healthcare Professionals to hear her hands-on experience. Dr. Marcy Berger is a professor, Department of Cardiovascular Medicine, Division of Cardiology, at the Medical College of Wisconsin. We spoke with Dr. Berger to learn about her involvement with the Communicare Risk Assessment and Prevention Program. I am involved with a specific aspect. My involvement is going into churches in Milwaukee, starting with Word of Hope Ministries. And we're screening community members that attend the church. What is it that she and others are screening for? We're screening for high blood pressure and for a very common abnormal heart rhythm called atrial fibrillation. And there are very specific reasons why. Both of these conditions share the fact that they may both be without symptoms. So people may have these problems and not realize that they do. And both high blood pressure and atrial fibrillation can lead to significant medical problems such as stroke, heart failure, and heart attack or coronary artery disease. So while people coming to the Communicare Risk Assessment and Prevention Program may be without symptoms of high blood pressure or atrial fibrillation, they may be causing problems and damage that may not be recognized until a person has a problem. So the idea is to go in and screen for these conditions. Dr. Berger says her interest in helping launch the program stemmed from an article she read a few years ago. The idea was doing community screening for high blood pressure in barbershops with an urban population. And if you go to the barbershop, you're going to hit a lot of people and it's convenient. They're there anyway. They're more likely to be interested in getting their blood pressure screened because they don't have to make a special trip. That always stayed with me and I thought, wow, what a great idea. Fast forward to today, where the Communicare Risk Assessment and Prevention Program screens people at another place people congregate, churches. This idea of can you access more people by providing health care within the community was interesting to me, and my interest was piqued by this article about the barbershop. So when this opportunity came up to form an alliance with the churches, I thought that would be really a great opportunity to screen for atrial fibrillation and high blood pressure in our city. Are the screenings offered specific areas of concern for underrepresented minority populations in our community? The answer is yes, and I'll explain why. High blood pressure is more prevalent in underrepresented minority populations in our city. So it's a major concern because it can lead to coronary disease, arterial disease, stroke, heart failure, kidney failure. Detecting high blood pressure early and instituting measures to control high blood pressure becomes critical. As for atrial fibrillation... It's a problem that can also lead to stroke and it can lead to heart failure. 
stroke and heart failure are more common in underrepresented minority populations. But if we look at data, atrial fibrillation appears to be less common in this group. So the question arises, is it really less common or is it just not being detected because these groups just aren't accessing the same health care? Being both a clinical doctor and a researcher, she hopes the program can answer this question and others. The question of how prevalent these conditions are, the question of how do you set something like this up effectively within a community site, and is it possible to improve people's health by doing these sorts of interventions in the community? In addition to the screenings, is there emphasis on educating community members about their health? There is. For my particular project, people can elect to be screened or they can elect to be part of the research project. If they're part of the research project, they do some additional surveys having to do with their attitudes and their knowledge about heart health, and then they come back for three other visits so that we can get an idea of whether our educational interventions are making a difference. But even those who don't participate in the research study have educational opportunities. The opportunity to take a very detailed nutritional survey. And at the end, we provide a three-page summary that gives them an idea of where they are in terms of nutrition based on recommendations from the American Heart Association. It also gives them some specific nutritional advice to move their diet in the right direction. There are even educational opportunities outside of the program. Gardner is my partner with this effort. She and I have been giving talks, some of them in person at the churches, some of them online, on topics related to cardiovascular health. Bishop C.H. McClelland says these events, known as CTSI Science Cafes, are highly valued by the community. Science Cafes have been absolutely incredible in terms of the synergy that's coming out of that. So the education that comes out of the science cafe and care unit is something that has benefited certainly hundreds if not thousands. Dr. Berger says the Communicare Risk Assessment and Prevention Program is a win-win-win project meaning it's a win for the community. The community is benefiting from the standpoint of the screenings, from the standpoint of education. They also benefit in a less tangible way, which is the research, because by improving knowledge from an academic standpoint, we can implement better care moving forward for the community. A win for medical research. The benefit that the medical college and the participants in the screening and research arm of this project Garner. Obviously, we're in academic medicine because we're interested in research. So, you know, this is the reason we work here, so that we can do projects that advance knowledge in medicine. And a win for her personally. In over 20 years of practicing cardiology, I haven't gone to a community setting to provide one-on-one screening or care in any way. And so that's making me a better provider for my patients and a better communicator. Is the Communicare Risk Assessment and Prevention Program poised to build trust of medical research within the community? I absolutely think so. People in the community are cognizant of the fact that we're going to them, and they appreciate that. They have sometimes a lot of tough questions for us, and it's forcing providers to think about better ways to provide care and advice in the community. This is building trust and people will be more enthusiastic about participating in the research endeavors if we make it easy for them to do so. It's especially critical to increase research participation among underrepresented minority populations. I hope this will 
be fruitful for greater research participation for underrepresented minorities because it's very difficult to generalize study results that don't have representative mix of the entire population. And so it is super critical for moving medical knowledge forward to have wider participation with research. And hopefully this effort will build trust and move us in that direction. And through the program's continued expansion, more doctors are joining the effort to see more community members. In addition to Dr. Gardner and I, we have a number of other volunteer community physicians, and they're also going to be doing the screenings. So hopefully we're going to make this really convenient for people who want to get screened to come in and do so. Finally today, we give Bishop McClellan an opportunity to pray for the future of the CTSI Community Care Initiative. Father, we are so very thankful for this privilege to share the information. And I pray, God, that you will watch over this partnership and indeed rebuke anything that would try to end the block or stop it. And we would ask that you grant the grace to make it happen. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen. Amen. And that's all the time we have for this edition of CTSI Discovery Radio. As always, thanks to all of our guests for appearing on today's show. Dr. Dorielle Ward, Bishop C.H. McClellan, and Dr. Marcy Berger. I hope you've discovered something by listening to today's show. And I'm doubly hopeful that you'll join us again next time. CTSI Discovery Radio airs the third Friday of every month. Make an appointment on your calendar and join us for each episode. On behalf of the Clinical and Translational Science Institute of Southeast Wisconsin and all of our affiliate partners and members, I'm Brian Belmer, wishing you happier, healthier days ahead. For more information about research or to listen to the podcast of this or any of our shows on demand, please visit our website at ctsi.mcw.edu. CTSI Discovery Radio is written, produced, and hosted by Brian Belmer in collaboration with WMSE Radio. The CTSI and this program are under the direction of Dr. Reza Shakir.